It's a gospel on the radio talk show. A show about dreams and visions and a church that is indeed triumphant, alive, and well. For the church triumphant is alive and well. Hello, Tallahassee. This is the Gospel on the Radio talk show. I'm Pastor Jack King. I am your host, and as I say, this is a show about dreams and visions and a church triumphant, alive and well. A church, God's glorious church. And uh, the thing is, is that the church is us because the Spirit of God dwells in us. We are the temple of the Holy Ghost. And so it's more than just buildings It's God's people, the bride of Christ adorned for his coming, as the scripture says to us. I have a few rules. We don't talk sports, politics, doctrine, but we do always speak well of one another. And that's the way we've done it now for 1,135 shows today. We've interviewed a lot of people over the years, brought a lot of different content to you Talked about a lot of things on this broadcast. Today, the thing that's on my heart and mind is all of these uh, precious people who are returning back to our schools. And uh, that brings a lot of things to my mind. And of course, one of them is simply their safety. And not only that, uh, the things that will be taught in these classrooms. And there's a lot of things to be concerned about in the day and age in which we are living. So we'll give all this some thought, and we'll talk about it a little bit as we go along the broadcast today. However, uh, something just a kind of an update type of thing. Um, it's been several years ago. I'm not sure exactly what show it was, but it's been several years. I had a a couple men come on the broadcast that I've gotten to know over the years, and uh, uh, Ernie Sumner and Ken Hosford. And uh, they have a group, uh, it's a gospel singing group called Fortress. And they, matter of fact, uh, Brother Sumner was telling us uh, Sunday night because they were over at the American Legion, which uh, has the first Sunday night of the month gospel sing. And they were our featured group. This month, and uh, he was telling us they started in 1985. So this group's been around for a while, and uh, Brother Sumner said that he joined the group in 1990, and uh, they're they're good. They're, they're kind of a, a lot of family in the group, and uh, they they they're local. I mean, as far as uh, nobody uh, of the group are professional, as far as this is what they do for a living. This is what they do for ministry. And uh, they have uh, times of singing at churches. They've sung in prisons. They've sung in uh, like the American Legion halls, just wherever God opens the door. And I, I talked to Judge Hosford just a little bit after the uh, the um, meeting was over Sunday night. And I said, "Well, how, how many? I mean, how are you doing as far as bookings and stuff like that?" And he said, "Well, it's been really slow." 
and I hear this uh, from our groups. I'm talking about our gospel singing groups since the whole COVID thing happened that really slowed things down, and many of the groups just have not been able to recover uh, their uh, abilities to go and sing and have any opportunities since COVID happened. And uh, it's affected Fortress as well. So I asked uh, Judge Hosford, I said, do you mind if I share this on the radio? He said, oh, please do, because they're looking for opportunities to minister. And so uh, I don't have contact information. You can Google it, I'm sure. Just Fortress. Just put Fortress in there. They're from Hosford, Florida. Fine people. Fine people. And I told them, uh, I said, you know, they're from Liberty County. And uh, you could just sense that from them, the small town values and things, just it just exudes from these people. And they love to sing and they love to do what they do. And so I just encourage you, just if you uh, uh, want to book them on a Sunday morning, Sunday night, uh, whatever it is that uh, you have planned. Anyway, so they have a song. And uh, when they came on the radio show here several years ago, they told me about the song because I was just getting to know them at the time. Um, So they told me about the song. And it's a song that they wrote, and it's called The Old White Church. And uh, this church building actually existed. And, uh, and I'll play the song for you, and then we'll, we'll talk about it just a little bit. You'll enjoy the song. It's called The Old White Church by Fortress. In my hometown Stands an old white church It's all run down Now they didn't uh, sing that song uh, Sunday night. Uh, I, I, I just kind of consider it to be their like featured song, but they didn't sing it Sunday night. But uh, it was very much on my mind as they, I knew they were coming. And I've heard them sing several times now. But uh, when I first heard the story about the old white church, uh, I was I was drawn in because well I grew up in an old white church. As a matter of fact, the church that I grew up in and started going to church there when my mother took us out when I was about two years of age. That's my home church. I mean, it still exists. And uh, here's the thing. It's a log church, literally a log building. Now, you wouldn't know it if you passed by it because it's all covered with siding and stuff like that. But when they had their 100th anniversary for the church, they told the story about that that log building was sitting down at the bottom of the hill. The sunrise is just a little village in, there in Kentucky sitting on top of a hill. Down at the bottom of that hill is where that building was, and they brought that building up all the way up that hill on uh, horse and wagon. <laughs> I don't know how they did it, but that's what happened. And they put it where it is now. And like I say, it's it's an old log log building. And there's a lot of log buildings where I come up. In fact, um, the farm that my brother and I own, the old house is a log house <laughs> and uh, it's still standing to anyway 
the old white church that they talk about is actually an actual building, and it's in Hosford, Florida, and uh, as it says in the song, on the back street. And it just so happened that uh, today, and uh, now keep in mind, I'm pre-recording this show, I had to go uh, out to Weewahitchka, and so it means I went right through Hosford, there on Highway 20 in West Florida, and I said, now when I come back, I'm going to go find that old white church, and I want to take a look at it. And sure enough, I did, because what happened was it's been restored, and there's a plaque there in front of the building, and I I, I kind of perused it, because it was pretty long, and I had to get on back to Tallahassee. So I took a picture. I took a picture of the church and took a picture of the plaque, and I thought that I'd be able to, to just read it off my phone or my picture on my phone after I got back to Tallahassee and got settled down a little bit, but I can't, I, I didn't take the picture right or something. But basically, it had to do with a, a kind of a, a collaboration between the state of Florida and the citizens of Hosford and uh, through a grant and like a 99-year lease. And, of course, brother, if, if I'm going to get uh, Brother Hosford and uh, Brother Sumner back on the show sometime, and they can explain it all to us. But anyway, beautifully restored, and uh, it's, it's in great shape. And I'm not sure exactly what they're doing with it now. It's, it's, it's uh, historical. But anyway, I just wanted to share that with you. I, like I said, I went by and took, took some pictures of it. And uh, and also while I was there, we've also had uh, Kyle Petty on the show as well. He sang with the Gann Brothers for a long time. And uh, it's been a few years since he was on the show. But he's now a pastor. <laughs> and... Uh, he pastored Corinth Baptist Church, and it's just right around the corner from the old white church. And I got to see that, too. Oh, what a nice facility they have there. And, of course, uh, Brother Kyle Petty is also the superintendent of schools in Liberty County. And so uh, just bringing you up to date, if you're ever heading out that way, you'll go right through Hosford. It's just a little, little burg, but uh, some mighty fine people there. So that brings us to the uh, subject of our schools. And, um, well, he's, he's thinking about this. Uh, there in Liberty County, Kyle Petty, and it's uh, not like Kyle Petty, the race car driver. This is Kyle Petty, the pastor, and the uh, also gospel singer, plays the piano. But that's a very important role. Uh, the superintendent of schools of Liberty County, Rocky Hanna, is our superintendent of schools here in Leon County. Um, both of them are fine men. Um, I've met Brother uh, Hanna uh, a few times. My daughter knows him very, very well. She She's a teacher at, Liber- at Leon High School where uh, Mr. Hanna was a principal for a long time. And uh, I did ask him once if he would come on the radio show, and he said he would. And so we'll try to make that happen. But here's what we're focusing on today, is that we're going to pray for these people. And uh, there's so many different uh, 
groups of people that work together to make the schools work and for our educational system to be what it is. And, of course, uh, a lot of people, they opt out. They decide to uh, homeschool children. That's becoming more and more prevalent. And uh, there's so many things that they can do online these days that um, well, it's it's getting easier and easier. I understand. I, I we didn't homeschool our children, so I'm not as up on on, on all that as, as I probably should be. Um, as a matter of fact, I have sought to find someone who knows a lot about the homeschooling program to come on the radio show, and it's just never happened for some reason. It's been over twenty. Uh, 20 some years now we've been doing the show still have not found anybody uh, willing to come on the radio show with me and just talk about the homeschooling aspect of education maybe you're listening and you're the person call me air code 850-567-1703 let's get you here tell us about what's going on in the whole uh, homeschool uh aspect of education because it's becoming more and more vast and uh, it's, it's an important part of the educational system here in Leon County and in, in the state of Florida. But back to our public education, Rocky Hanna is our superintendent of schools and of course he works with the uh, uh, county board of education. These are very important people and they affect the lives of so many people your children my children and grandchildren I don't have any children in school now I have teachers I have a, two daughters who are public school actually uh, one is at Florida High and the other is at Leon Leon High and uh and, of course, I've had my son was a teacher for a while, and my son-in-law and my daughter-in-law, they were all teachers at one time. And we send them to these places. And uh, we know there's times that these places have become very, very dangerous. And so right now, while we are just have our superintendent of schools and our Board of Education, on our mind, let's just pray for them. Father God, in the name of Jesus, I bring them in, in, into your presence at this moment. Lord, many decisions that they'll make affect all of our lives, the lives of our children, our grandchildren, our, our teachers. Lord God, I pray that you would give them a wisdom beyond themselves. There's a lot of pressure being brought upon them to introduce things into our educational system that uh, many of us would not agree with. And uh, and I know that, that many of these people are, are, are people who have religious convictions but yet they're being pressured from outside forces. Lord God, I pray that you would give them the ability to stand 
and be willing to let God be the one who would lead and guide our educational system and that God that you would allow your holy presence to be very keenly felt in these boardrooms in these places of very very important decisions Holy Spirit be present Father God allow your presence to lead and guide and Father we just pray Lord for their safety and Lord for wisdom beyond human availability and we pray these things in the precious name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ it's the Collingsworth family it says fear not tomorrow I just felt like that that song was uh, one that we just needed to hear because the truth is, if, if you've even thought about school going back in session, then your mind, if you're like me, goes back to some of the horrible things that have taken place in these schools here in America. And uh, it's horrible. It's just horrible. And uh, just just think that the first time this happened was in Paducah, Kentucky. Most people have forgotten that. And it's kind of like uh, monkey see, monkey do. Because when those young men did that in that school, they got a lot of attention. And now others have sought the same thing. And because we don't know everything that goes on in the minds of these people who do these horrible things in these schools. But here's something that I've said before on the radio, and I'm going to repeat it, is that we need to pray that uh, if there is somebody, and they're plotting because they do, um, all of these uh, tragedies that have taken place, there's been somebody they didn't just get up one morning and decide they were going to do this. They've been thinking about it. Oftentimes, they are singling what they're going to do. They're, they're on the computer. And uh, it's, it's just amazing the, the, the whole mindset of what takes place in these people's minds. But they're plotting. And they're buying weapons. And they're storing them up. And my prayer is, God, you reveal it. You, you reveal it. You, in your way, God, you cause this to be found out and that the authorities will be alerted and can stop it. So, Father, I pray in the name of Jesus that the Holy Spirit of God would reveal these plots, these people who are Plotting these things, I pray in the name of Jesus that the Holy Spirit would would go and that the Holy Spirit would 
bring this information to the ears of those who have the ability to put a stop to it. And I pray that prayer, and I've been praying that prayer for several years now, that God, that we would not see these terrible tragedies take place in our country and in our schools. Which brings me to pray for our law enforcement because they are the people who are often called upon to go into these situations to protect and often to confront these people when they're on their rampages. And uh, so our prayer needs to be that as they plan, because they, they are, and I know that the law enforcement does this. They have drills. I know that uh, when we had a situation here at a library in uh, Florida State University on the campus, and I heard this report later, that there were a lot of lives saved and spared because law enforcement had just recently had a drill where they where they were doing drills to just practice, to know what to do, to be instinctive about things. And they had just done this. And they were able to uh, make an impact in the situation, which saved a lot of people from losing their lives. So our prayer, as we pray here today, is for those who are in law enforcement and they're planning and those who are participating in these drills, because you know, whenever you do something like that, there's uh, you can just go through it and say, "Oh, I know all this stuff," and not really have your heart and mind totally in it. Or there could be those who says, "Hey, this could be life and death for me and someone else." Let me be very, very, very attentive and uh, focused as we go through these drills and that they would be drills that would be um, right for the situation and so Lord God in the name of Jesus I hold up today those who are in law enforcement here in the Tallahassee Big Bend area and, and all around in our area West Florida uh, South Georgia wherever the sound of this radio broadcast may be. But then again, we are also streaming on the Internet, and we're going all over, all over the country, all over the world. So, Father, we just include wherever there are people who would be responsible to go into these type of situations, the Lord God, that, that you would just cause them to become very, very attentive and very, very attentive in their preparation, that they would take these drills that they do extremely serious. And that God, you would raise up the right type of leadership. Because we had this situation in Texas where the person who was in charge should not have been in charge. Lord God, I I bind that in the name of Jesus. Lord, that you would raise up 
the leaders that are fit and right for the job and ready to even to lay their own lives on the line in order to save lives. And Father, I just pray in the name of Jesus that, Lord, that you would cause our law enforcement to be sharp and ready, prepared, trained. And Lord God, that you would help them. And Lord God, that if they're ever called upon to perform in such a, such a way that there, there would just be the presence of God with them. And Lord God, we just pray that uh, you would cause them to be able to save lives. So Lord, help them. Help them, oh God, we pray. Lord God, we just we look to you. Again, in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, we pray for our law enforcement. So many people that are involved in uh, these schools, in the process of educating our young people, and uh, uh, just just in the the, the realm of uh, my family circle, and of course, Tammy and I were so blessed with our our adult children. We were. Um, you say, well, Pastor King, are you, are you proud of your children? I said, absolutely, and I have no qualm saying that. But many of them have been in the education system, and just the things that they tell me because causes me to just be in awe of everything that takes place and things that happens in our community that has to do with education. It's amazing. It really is amazing. And so as we are today, just we're praying over these things, these different parts and these different uh, aspects of people who are involved in uh, the educational system. It's uh, quite a tremendous thing. But I'm just going to take a break from all of that, just for a moment, and just play some gospel music just for the sake of playing gospel music. This is the Blackwood Brothers... And they're saying, well, we're so good about the good old days. That's what was good about the good old days. Now, my intention here is very intentional because I've been laying some pretty heavy stuff on you here this morning. And uh, because we know. We know what we're facing. We're sending our children into what could possibly be a very, very dangerous situation. So I, I switched up a little bit just to lighten the mood a little. And uh, I like that song. It's just uh, what was so good about the good old days. And uh, they said precious melodies and memories and things. Well, you see, I'm a product of a different time and so I can remember when we didn't have this type of thing in our schools and we can send our children to these places and feel fairly confident that things were going to be well and uh, my next area of uh, those I want to pray for are bus drivers because they have a very very important role in all of this my uh, my brother, my oldest brother, after he retired from Lexmark, became a bus driver, and he drove a bus for a long time. 
And <laughs> it was kind of funny because they, when he started driving a bus, they gave him this manual. And he, they said, you need to study this manual. And he said he got to the point where he pretty much had it memorized because he, he knew how important it was. Well, it ended up that when they got a new preacher at the Sunrise Christian Church, it was the man who wrote the manual. <laughs> and uh, so my brother David was kind of, he thought that was kind of uh, kind of interesting. And, and now he, in fact, the man still is pastor even to this day. Uh, but David, my oldest brother, drove a bus. And then my sister-in-law, Angie, drives a bus in Escambia County. And she's just short. I mean, her and my, my wife both are, are just short. And see this little little girl, a little woman, handle that big old bus. That's just an amazing thing to me. But again, just in conversation, the things that they have to deal with on those buses, it's quite amazing. And then uh, my sister-in-law just tells us about some of the things that she overhears the children just talking about, so foreign and different from what my generation we, 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 we just never would have even thought some of these things but see my bus driver growing up now again we're in rural Kentucky me and my four brothers or three brothers four of us three brothers we all had the same bus driver from first grade to twelfth grade all four of us had the same bus driver, Kenneth Hobde. He, he, he was always our bus driver. I'm saying, I come from a different time. And uh, uh, Mr. Hobde, every day after he picked us up and uh, heading back toward town, he'd always stop at the Claysville store, let us get out. We'd go in, buy whatever we wanted, snacks or whatever, to take to school with us. And that was just, it was just a different day. And uh, one time, last day of school, me and my friends, we we, uh, we got it up that we were going to give uh, Mr. Hobby a good soaking with our water guns. We were we were <laughs> we we've been plotting for quite a while on this whole thing, so we brought our little plastic water guns with us, and uh, we would when we stopped at the Claysville store. And we went out. The plan was that we were all going to gather, and we were going to we were going to go up the steps of the bus, and we were just going <laughs> to give Mr. Hobby a good soaking. I don't know who tipped him off, but when we walked up on that bus, he had, and these were new. I mean, we didn't have these type of things. I don't know where he got this thing, but it was a water cannon. I mean, <laughs> this thing was huge. And uh, I mean, he soaked us. He soaked us. I mean, it was so funny. He was ready for us. So, I mean, but like I say, it was a different age. We we weren't dealing with the things that we're dealing with now. So, Father, I just pray today for these people who who drive these buses. What an awesome responsibility! They have to watch out for the traffic. They have to watch while those children have to walk across the road. They have to be alert. And 
so many distractions that are going on behind them as they're trying to drive this bus. Father God, in the name of Jesus, I pray for bus drivers all across this land. Lord God, you be with them every moment, every second. Let the Holy Spirit just rest upon them, O God. And Lord, cause them to be alert. Cause them, Father, to be aware. And Lord, we just pray against any accidents, anything that would be tragic. Lord God, we pray against those things. And we pray for these uh, wonderful men and women who get up in the wee hours of the morning and go get in those buses and make their runs, that, Father God, they would bring those children safely to their destination and return them home to their parents safe and sound every day. So, Lord God, we pray for our bus drivers. In the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, we pray. And, uh, Father God, you go with them. You go with them every day. And uh, for those of us who are out there driving around in those times of the morning, let us be cautious as we approach uh, these buses. Of course, you know that uh, when that bus slows down, you slow down. And you wait until he puts that flap out, and then you don't do anything until he closes that thing back. And let's help them. Let's help them to do their job that they may be able to do their jobs very, very well. So we pray. This is a group called uh, Great Day. It's called The Fourth Man in the Fire. We're taken into slavery in a foreign land. For the victory. See, that's just intended as a reassurance. The fourth man in the fire. We know who he is. And uh, you might say in some ways that uh, uh, going to these schools, you're going into the fire. But uh, the fourth man is there. And that's our prayer, that he would always be there, protecting these precious, these precious children. See, I have grandchildren in the public system. And, uh, and like I say, I have daughters who are teachers, so I'm very concerned. And uh, I pray, I pray for their safety. And uh, something else, and I want to bring these two groups together, and that's the teachers and the students that we want to pray for. And uh, I know that FCA has been uh, actively going to the different schools and praying over them. My son is very involved in that, and I appreciate their work and their effort in that. But as we pray for the teachers and the students, there's a couple of aspects I want us to pray for. One is just their safety, but also in the uh, realm of education itself. You see, I'm, like I said, grew up in uh, rural Kentucky, and uh, went to a very, very small 
uh, school <laughs> out in the county. And uh, we had great teachers. But literally now, this, this, this is true. When I was in uh, first grade, my brother was in second grade in the same room, same teacher. And uh, Miss Howard, she would teach first and second grade in the same room. And, uh, and then third and fourth, same thing. And uh, fifth and sixth, same thing. And then seventh and eighth, same thing. And so you say, well, did you get a good education? I said, well, I, th- I think I did. But the thing is that uh, education has so much to do with just paying attention. And if the children are not paying attention, then education is going to be lacking. And also, teachers have to be sensitive to the fact that no two children are the same. And my daughter, Sarah, has really opened my eyes to a lot of this. She is an excellent teacher. And uh, she teach, she's taught first, second grade, and special needs. And, and she's involved in the special needs aspect of it again in the part of her career. And she's very uh, in tune to this reality that no two children are the same. And they don't learn the same. And a teacher has to be aware of that. Because a lot of times... What can happen is a teacher can just assume that a child's not bright. Well, that's not the case at all. It's just that they just have a different way of processing things. And you might say, well, Pastor King, this seems to kind of hit a nerve with you. Well, it does, because I'm one of those. I'm one of those. And uh, I had a teacher one time, this was actually in Bible college, that changed my whole world. I mean, changed my life. Because he saw something in me that nobody else had ever seen. And he took me aside. And he did special things to help me to be able to develop my ability to learn. And uh, teachers would just don't ever write anybody off. Let's just put it that way. Don't ever just write a child off. Go the extra mile. And I know that in most schools, there are people like my daughter who they're there to come alongside the teachers. Call on those people because they're sharp. But Father God, I pray in the name of Jesus that you would protect our teachers and our students as they are going back into these schools. The Lord God, as I've already prayed, if there's any plot anywhere of somebody who has intention of bringing harm to these precious people, I pray in the name of Jesus that that plot would be revealed and that these things just would not happen. And Father God, I pray for safety as the teachers are coming and going. And Father God, that every teacher but just have the ability to teach in such a way that no child would ever be 
left behind. Lord God, help them to be able to see with spiritual eyes and spiritual understanding the needs of every child. And Father God, there are so many things that are been being interjected into our educational system. I thank you, Father, for Governor DeSantis and the Florida legislature that has stepped up to say, no, we're not going to do a lot of those things in Florida. And I'm thankful for that. And I pray for them. I pray, Father, for those who are making those decisions on the higher level. Father God, you be with them. Let the Holy Spirit go before them. And we pray this in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and our Savior. We say amen and amen. And thank you, Father, for your wonderful work. If God didn't care, God does care. This is the Booth Brothers. We wouldn't have strength to bear our sorrow if my Lord didn't care. Well, the truth is, is that he does care. He does care. Now, there's a a whole group of people that uh, and that I want to talk about. As far as our schools, and I know I'll probably leave some groups out, and I apologize for that. It wasn't intentional. It just didn't come to my mind. But there are people who, they go in, they clean the uh, schools up, and all the students have left. They're very important. And uh, people who run the cafeterias, and, of course, <laughs> in the, the schools have gotten so big now. I mean, these cafeterias, are, they're, they're, they're big stuff. I mean, the little school I grew up in in Sunrise, Kentucky, uh, Miss Beckett, she was our uh, cook, and she provided the meals for everybody. And, uh, oh, I'm telling you what, I can still taste the chili Thursday. <laughs> it was chili. And then they had uh, these little peanut butter, the Ritz crackers and peanut butter, that she had always made up for us. And I didn't know. We'd always put our crackers in the chili, and here this peanut butter was on there, so I just put the whole thing in there. And so I still like peanut butter and crackers in my chili. And sometimes when I say that, people go, ooh. But then after they try it, it's pretty good. And, uh, and oh, she can make these cinnamon, or not the cinnamon rolls, but yeast rolls. Oh, my goodness. I can still taste them. <laughs> so these are very important people, and I just pray. I just pray for them. I pray for those who clean the buildings and those who uh, cook the meals. and uh, It all works together to make it all work. And, Father, their work is very important. So, Lord God, I pray that you'd help them. And Lord, give them the ability to to make sure that all the ingredients and everything is right. And Lord, I just thank you for these dedicated people who are willing to do that type of work. It's very important. So Lord, we just pray for them. And we thank you, Lord, for all these things. In the name of our Lord, we pray. Amen. 
uh, last group, and I've just mentioned them in passing here, is, is FCA, Fellowship of Christian Athletes. They play a very important role in our schools, and they have the ability to bring the gospel into these uh, facilities like no one else. And uh, and yes, my son is very involved in FCA. He's the uh, director in Leon County, Joshua King. He works with uh, Cass McCarvey, who's the uh, area director. And uh, they do a tremendous work. And so I would just encourage you to help support FCA in any way that you can. But Father God, we do pray for the uh, Fellowship of Christian Athletes, their work. Father God, for the huddles, the Lord God, that you would cause there to be a great move of God among these uh, FCA groups, these, these huddles. Lord God, help these leaders in their work. Lord, let it be anointed. Again, I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, there are things I just have forgot to tell you today. Uh, the podcast, this uh, this show will be on the podcast. You can find that. Just type in Pastor Jack King, Tallahassee, and this is show number 1,135 today, but there's many, many of these uh, shows there, many guests that we've interviewed. Also, the daily broadcast, Monday through Friday here on 94.1. 11 o'clock. Uh, it's a daily Bible teaching. It's also on the podcast. And then don't forget, Saturday nights, 7 o'clock, the uh, Saturday Night Gospel Sing with me. It's your host, Pastor Jack King. And uh, also an invitation to join us today at Freedom Road, the church that I pastor, 720 Capital Circle Northeast, at 11.05, Sunday school at 10 o'clock. We love visitors. Oh, my goodness. You just blessed my heart so much if you'd come and worship with us today. 720 Capital Circle, Northeast. We're between Easterwood Drive and Park Avenue. On the right-hand side, if you're heading toward Park Avenue, you'll see our sign out there on Sunday morning. Come and worship with us. Father God, all these we've prayed for today. Lord God, let your spirit go before them. Lord, we're just looking to you. Father, we do pray for our city, Tallahassee. We pray over our country, the United States of America. We pray for peace around the world. And Father God, I pray for every listener today that you'd have a hedge about them. And Father, we pray for peace in the city of Jerusalem and the nation of Israel. We pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. And until next Sunday morning, may the Lord bless you.